Welcome to track number 10 of the message of sacrifice. Alright, the next one. Sacrifice is a central theme of the Bible. Now, I want you to come. We are going to sing, uh, take up your cross for us. And I think uh, Maggie too can sing the alto beautifully. So you just come and join her. Pastor Joel is going to play for us, isn't it? Now notice, now notice, it's a central theme, theme, thematic. Evelyn, are you with me? Evelyn, are you writing notes? Oh, okay, but you didn't read your notebook. You forgot it. Oh, you came right from work. All right. You are blessed. Well done. Amen. Are you there? Are you there? Notice. How many have noticed that you heard the word sacrifice from the Bible? Abraham's sacrifice. Isaac's sacrifice. Jacob's sacrifice. Sacrifice is the one of the commonest words and themes in the Bible. And how come that in today's church is one of the most unusual topics to ever hear being preached? It's very unusual and it's also strange in the church. And you know what brought my mind to this? I was reading this book by Rick Joyner, The Final Quest. And at the end, Rick Joyner met Paul. And Paul was speaking to him. And Paul told him that the church's message has become a phantom of what it used to be. The message of the church is a phantom. You know what a phantom is? Like a ghost of the real, of what it used to be. And he said, and he said, why? And he said that the church's theme, one of the themes was sacrifice. And that th- there's nothing like that in the church. Today, the theme of the church is blessing. The Lord shall prosper you. I see you receiving uh, $10,000. God is opening doors for you. You receive your green card. In three years' time, uh, somebody here is going to be a millionaire and so on. That is how the preaching has become now. Is that not how the preaching has become? Yeah. God is going to prosper you. You are going to have a child. When you don't have a child, the whole church is, is Lord, I have come. Bless me. Touch me, Lord. Move, Lord. Here I am, oh Lord. Don't let me go empty-handed. I came tonight for a touch. Another touch. Just another touch. That's the church today. But some time ago, we had died. Sacrificing. Eating by lions. Falling prey to wild beasts. Paul said, I was beaten four times, five times by the Jews. Beaten, shipwrecked, swam in the sea for three days and nights. In hunger, in thirst, traveling. Beaten. He said, I was beaten, I was left for, for dead. I was left, left out, of a, out of the wall by a basket. In a basket, I was in a basket and they brought me down. This is what he did for Christ. Today, you mentioned that you should be in a basket for the Lord or you should... <laughs> you should you will see the satans and antichrist in the church rising up i said satan and antichrist recently i sent a pastor to um, australia to go and start a church his wife was pregnant in london and that was the time that he chose to go this thing i'm saying to you i didn't even know it but i said it when i was preaching this thing in london because i'm bringing you treasures old and new and when I was preaching, I said that this Pastor Peter, 
who has gone to Australia to start the church. I am sure that there are people, because his wife was pregnant while he was in Australia, and his wife delivered while he was in Australia, his wife was in London, and his wife delivered in London alone, and so her husband was not there. And I said that I know that there are people in the church who criticized this thing and said that, hey, why should the pastor be over there and his wife? What is this church thing? Is it so necessary that this is, shouldn't the pastor, shouldn't he have been by his wife when she was there? I said, Bahamas, and people said, aha, it's true. There are people who have said it. But there are many jobs that there will be, the husband will be somewhere and the wife will be somewhere. No problem. No problem. No problem. People would travel from Ghana to America to come and deliver so that their children will have green card and yellow card and blue card. That's what is not a problem. That's what is not a problem. When, when your husband is there and you are there, because of, you know what you are going to get. But let it be that because of the church, the husband is somewhere and the wife is somewhere. Aha! Straight away we will see. We are prepared to sacrifice. But we are not prepared to sacrifice for particular things. The sacrifice definitely it happens. But not for certain things. Tell me I'm lying. Somebody should stand up and tell me that I came to lie. If you are a man, stand up. Or a woman, stand up. If you... <laughs> I said, I know. I said, I know that somebody has criticized that thing because the pastor was in Australia and his wife was here. Couldn't he have come? What is this church and so on? Can it not wait? I know. And I'm telling you, that is the voice of Satan. The voice of the Antichrist. So it's also the voice of Judas. Because when, when the woman, the alabaster box woman, came there to pour her sacrifice on Jesus' feet, no one but Judas stood up and spoke against that sacrifice that was poured on Jesus' feet. And said, to what purpose is this waste? Waste? Waste now. Waste now. The sacrifice. That had been poured on the feet of Jesus. Now somebody is calling it a waste. Who would do that? See, the names that are being associated with anti-sacrifice people are very big names. Satan, Antichrist, and Judas. Brother, I pray for you that you will not be anti-sacrifice from today. Amen. Well, are you still in the church? Yeah. Or you've decided to resign? All right. The next reason is that you must sacrifice. Let's just put the Judas one there somewhere. Alright. Should we put that one there quickly? Okay. What did I say? You must sacrifice because rebels like Judas eh, are against sacrificing to God. John chapter 12 verse 5. Rebels. It is disloyal people who are against sacrifice. Now, the next one. 